0: Hello friends, Maestro here bringing you episode 387 of Maestro on the Mic doing it Monday mini style. In today's episode, I'm talking to you about the importance of filling your cup, doing things that light you up. We have heard this phrase probably a million times, but a million and one won't hurt. And sometimes you just got to hear things when you are ready. So, I'm going to say it again today. All this and more. But first, hey, DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic, a podcast designed to help you change your mindset Hello, my podcast people, and thank you for joining me for yet another episode of my favorite podcast. Right off the bat, shout out to Jason of Jason Wong Coaching. Met my man today at the AVP, at the Hermosa Open, and uh, he's working the med tent, and he just came over and talked to me and was like, I listen to your podcast, and didn't basically... I said this a million times to you folks. When you when you record a podcast, when you have your own podcast, you're just talking into a microphone, talking into a screen. You don't really know how it's landing, you don't know who it's impacting, how it's impacting them, except for you know sometimes people do reach out or they leave a, uh, like a review. But for the most part, you know we have three hundred plus episodes, and it's not like Instagram. It's not like you put out the post, you put out the podcast, and then people write back immediately, and you're having this conversation, this dialogue. And people saying this helped me, or you know, I have questions. So anytime I hear from someone and they say they listen, or that it helped them, or they enjoy it, it is just like warms my heart. I ex- my heart explodes. Like it just so just overcome and overjoyed. Just is amazing. So, Jason, shout out to you. You made my day today. What was already an amazing day. I spent the entire day at the beach watching volleyball and hanging with friends. It was- phenomenal. And to have Jason be like, this helped me. This was awesome. And when I was abroad, this was helpful. And, you know, gave me something to tie me back to to the States and and, and home. And I was like, fuck, man, this is amazing. So Jason, shout out to you. Thank you. You're the real MVP. So for today's episode, today's Monday mini, we're going to talk about filling your cup. And yes, by the way, I am feeling so much better. None of you asked, but I'm thinking maybe you're thinking it, and I am feeling so much better. Uh, I finally, finally tested negative for the Rona. Uh, I think it was day nine, so Thursday night, I think. I tested negative for Rona, and yes, I've just been feeling, I, the whole time I was kind of feeling progressively better. Uh, but today, feeling great. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to go play a little volleyball and hopefully not have a heart attack, so we'll see how that goes. But today's episode, we're going to talk about, talk about the importance of filling your cup. And so last week I ran my Action Academy and it went phenomenal. If you want to grab the replay of that, you can. Courtney, thank you. Drop that in the show notes. Um, It went amazing. But one of the things that came up and one of the things that I put on the slides and then we had like a pretty big discussion about it was the importance of filling your cup, the importance of doing things that light you up, that bring you joy, that make you happy outside of your work, right? I want your work to bring you joy, and make you happy. But we need outlets, we need other things that we do. It doesn't need to be a million things, but I think we all know this, but life happens. And I think especially when you have a lot of responsibilities, I'm thinking about kids, right? You have other things you're doing, you have a job, you have, you know, maybe it is your side hustle that's become your full-time job, or you run your own business, and you're just doing a lot. And then you got kids on top of that, and suddenly there's just like not enough hours in the day. And I think the first thing that oftentimes goes for people especially when we're really stressed out, are these things that we kind of consider fun, right? We consider them a little bit superfluous. And so they get cut first. It's like when we look at schools and like the first thing that gets cut is gym or like, you know, that art. And you're like, wait, 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 like that needs to be there. Those things need to be there. So we had this discussion during Action Academy and quite a few people. So one of the things that I do or did during Action Academy was I I tasked people, right? It wasn't like, oh, just come and listen to me. Like we did workshops during the workshop. I called it a workshop. I did mini workshops during the entire session. And at the end, I had everyone say, what's the one thing that you're going to do? What's the easiest step? What is the first step? What is the one thing you can cross off your list? I had to make a list of things. Uh, What is that? and move towards that and quite a few people said that they needed to not do more things they needed to do less things and they needed to have space for more joy things that just that they just like that they just enjoy that they're just excited about I spoke with my girl Rhonda afterwards and she was like I think I'm gonna get back into Olympic lifting and I was like fuck yeah that is amazing one of the coolest things is getting back into sport, especially, you know, obviously I'm very just passionate about sport. I identify as an athlete. I always have it's been a big part of my life forever. But to me, getting back in that physicality, getting back into that is just, there's just, it's just amazing. I was actually talking to my girl Beth today at uh, the tournament. She got into pickleball. She played tennis growing up and then got into pickleball, I don't know, a year or two years ago. And we were just, you know, I don't even know what the word is. We were just sitting there just being ecstatic together about how dope it is to be playing something as an adult, to be learning something new as an adult, to be able to identify as an athlete again, and to be having some success with that thing. So uh, two points that I want to bring up there. Number one, Both of us have always identified as athletes. And so the thing that we have put back into our lives, it makes the most sense to me that it is something that makes us, that ties into how we identify, right? I don't identify as an artist, so I'm not going to go and like join an art class that doesn't, that have like literally zero appeal there to me. So I would never give the advice to someone of like, oh, go try something that you've never done that like doesn't really jive with how you identify or how you used to identify and if you used to identify as an athlete I think there's something super magical about going and finding that again and yes maybe you're going to be sore maybe you're going to get an injury along the way like that's part of doing these things but there is something so magical about tapping back into that right so if you are you know an artist you've always, always identified her as an artist or maybe you're like yeah, I used to do that and then I stopped Fucking go do that again. Sign up for an art class. I think we almost forget. Like we're adults now, right? You listening to this, you're an adult now, which means you have money and you make decisions for yourself. And so like you can go and do this stuff. You can just go and sign up for an art class. Like You could just go do that. And then you could like have a bunch of art and you could like put it in a show. You could just go do that. I go to these tournaments and I play in them and, you know, I haven't had one in a while, but I think I've spoken about this in a past episode, like how wild it is to me. Like, I could just like go sign up for this thing. And I think it's wild to me because growing up, I played in a zillion tournaments or however you say it, tournament, tournament, I don't know how you say it, I say tournament, right? I played in a million, literally like a million of them growing up, but I didn't sign myself up for one of them ever because I was part of a, an organized team. Right? Your parents put you in sports, and your mom, my mom puts me in sports, and then I kept wanting to play, and she kept signing me up, and I literally have no idea what the process was. And we'd go to tournaments, and I don't know who in, who signed us up for it. I don't know. I have no idea of the logistics. And then I went and played soccer in college. I don't know how that worked. We just I just had a uniform, and you show up, and then you go play. As an adult, you can choose these things. You can choose which tournament you want to be in. You could choose which, which art show. I mean, obviously, there's some rules around it, I guess, but like, Uh, From the volleyball side, you can literally play in any tournament you want that you can pay for. Like you could, you just play up. You can't play down. So you can go get your ass kicked in any tournament you want. We can do these things, folks. We're adults. And maybe we forget that. And, you know, we grew up in a very structured way. And we took, you know, I remember I took musical lessons. I took saxophone lessons for years, for years. I could go do that again. Yes, you may be the oldest person in the class. I don't know. You may have to find like an adult class and that may limit some things, but it's worth it. It is worth it. And that was for many people that took Action Academy, that was the biggest thing that came out of taking Action Academy was realizing I have to make time for this. I gotta put this back in my life. The second point that I wanted to to say there. So the first point was leaning into, you know, how you identify. The second point was there's something that's so valuable about like being good at it and having some success in it. And it makes you want to do more, right? Proficiency, I think, can breed desire or help with breeding desire. And you're like, yeah, I want to do this because like I'm good at it and I'm having some success, even if you're not like a professional and amazing at it. But, you know, for me, I've said, I definitely have said this in past episodes with speaking about volleyball that by no means am I an excellent volleyball player, but I'm an athlete, I'm athletic and for someone who's just starting, I'm pretty good, and I could win and that made it enjoyable. Yes, I also will change the definition of winning if my goal that day is like to work on passing to work on certain skills. but overall, I am you know proficient at it and, and good at it We to the point where like people want to play with me and I want to keep playing. So I think that's also something that is is very I, I want to talk about it because I think that I think that we champion struggling too much. And if you suck at something, like, you don't have to do that thing. I'm just going to throw it out there. You don't have to do it. If you think you're supposed to do it, you don't have to do it. You can go and do something else and try something else that you are a bit better at, that comes a bit easier for you. And I get it. Some people just love these things. But I also wonder if just sometimes no one's ever said to this person, like, you don't have to do this thing. You could do something else. So if that's you and you're like, yeah, I'm not that good at that thing, then cool. Fuck it. Go do something else. The whole goal here is to do things that bring you joy. And if, you know, being bad at this thing brings you joy, then fine, keep going. But I think that it's warrants having a discussion. It was putting it out there that like, you don't have to struggle at everything, especially you're an adult man. you can choose, go do something else, go do that other thing. I think there's so much value in trying new things and they become that much more fun, obviously, when you're having some success with it and you just you want to spend the time doing it. Like, I also think that there's a, a really dope opportunity opportunity to be had as it relates to the business side of things. And because I don't, I'm not sure how often we as adults are beginners or are new to something, so if you take a moment and you're like, oh, I'm going to try this new thing, I'm going to go join a new group, I'm going to pay this person, I'm going to be a consumer of this service for the first time, and I'm going to pay attention to all the aspects of it. That is incredibly value if you are a service provider, your business is, you know, we provide a service. And you can see what it's like, like how much communication do I like, how how about the scheduling. How about signing up? And how do I feel about pricing with things? And, you know, do I not even care about the prices because I just want to do this thing? Or am I super cognizant cognizant of that? Or do I buy shit at the last minute? Because I, you we know people out there I don't like doing that, but I know most people do that. All right? How I'm what are my own purchasing habits? Not that you need to change what you're doing, but this way you start to understand like what it's like to be a consumer. Like, did you never even know this thing existed? And you're like, oh, my God, it's like this really big thing. And I had no idea that this thing was even there. And maybe you take that into your own, you know, relate that to your own business. And you're like, oh, I could do marketing in a different way or expand into this. I have no idea. It's just very cool to be on the other side, actively, consciously, on the other side of things, taking it in and being like, all right, how can I what can I apply to my own business? Right? What lessons can I take away from this and apply to my own business? So that's that's literally all that I wanted to talk about today. I I'm really enjoying these shorter episodes. Get the idea out. Let you go and enjoy your day. It is summer. I'm actually recording this right now. It's like seven seven fifty eight actually. But the golden hour, we're kind of just leaving the golden hour. And it's just so nice. The days are long here. And I hope that you are having a phenomenal beginning of your summer. Hopefully, you're not dealing with the Rona. But if you are, God bless. Uh, But that's all for today's episode. We wanted to slide on in and remind you of the importance of filling your cup. We've heard it a million times, perhaps to the point where we just roll our eyes And maybe you're just like literally too busy to even think about that right now. But because that happens, it does happen. I think we need to get to a point sometimes where like, shit, like I am not happy. I'm feeling really stressed out. I personally believe that burnout is a product of not doing enough of what you love. And this does not mean not doing enough of what you love in the business. It just means in general, you're not doing enough stuff that lights you up. Just to me, if you're doing more of those things and making time for that every day, it is very hard to get burned out on anything because you are recharging and you're making time for it every day. So I really firmly believe that you should do something that brings you joy every single day. And so for me, I will watch Million Dollar Listings at night. I fucking love it. It's the way I relax and I make time for it every single day. Uh, I will work out in some way, shape, or form, whether I'm lifting, whether I'm playing volleyball, sometimes I'm doing both, that's top priority. I get that done first. I get it. I get the privilege in saying that. I know it. But I have also worked to have that privilege and made conscious choices and decisions of, you know, I don't want kids and I want to rent my house and my apartment. Like, conscious choices so that I could have that lifestyle and take advantage of that. So, I think it's incredibly important to have, to do rather something that brings you joy every single day. And it doesn't necessarily need to be this big, huge thing, but we need to make time for it. Take time away from work. It's fine. Let that, cut that down, cut that away. Because the only way that you're going to be able to keep doing that and being productive there, like being productive is important. Like I know there's a lot of discussions out there about this, but like being productive is, is important. So the only way that you're going to be able to be productive, whatever that looks like is if you are recharging every single day and that can come at night, that can come in the morning, but there needs to be time. I don't know if it's painting, dancing, volleyball, lifting weights, going on a walk. I don't know what it is, but you have to make time every single day for something that brings you joy. And then on top of that, I think it's super important to have one, at least one thing, one activity that you do, that fills you up, that fills your cup, that brings you joy. For me, obviously, that's volleyball. It's like the big thing. Uh, You know, Ashley is painting now. Uh, I got clients that like to go dancing and kind of tap dancing, things like that. Uh, Rhonda now is saying she's going to get back into Olympic weightlifting, which I'm just like so fucking stoked about. Lex, I know you're going to listen to this. She said she's getting back into volleyball. These things are so important, and it's so easy for them to like fall to the wayside and just like, ah, and the week went by and all that, like, missed the start date. So, so, so easy. So you may need to get an accountability buddy to keep you on track with that. You know, do what works best for you, but I cannot overstate how important it is to have this thing that brings you this joy, that lights you up, that provides you that sense of value, worth, something outside of work. It's got to be for you. I know you've heard it a million times. Fill your cup, fill your cup. You can't pour from an empty glass, whatever the fuck the phrase is. And I'm here to say it again because it came up during the talk and I realized how important it is and how much it's lacking for a lot of people. Uh, oh, an idea just honestly just came to mind. I probably should have written this down, but one of the people on the, web, on the, on the workshop, my girl E. Webb was just like, I think maybe I don't even know what i like and i was like fuck that's real that is so 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 real that it maybe it's been so long of you putting others first and doing this for other people and like that that's real man like the people around you that you love got hopes and dreams and you're just looking to, to help them live it especially your kids like fuck that yes i get that i get that and if you're now at a place where you're like no i i am making time and i want to make time for something that, that is important to me maybe you're like, I don't know what that is. I hear you. I hear you. I see you. And I would offer, just go and try. Try everything. Try anything. I think that uh, I'd probably circle back to how you identify or how you used to identify and what used to bring you a lot of joy. And I would start there. I think that, yes, there's a possibility, especially for athletes and people who are super competitive, for them to be like, oh, but I can't, do what I used to do anymore that's very very possible like I know I could not play soccer the way I used I think if I like literally just stepped one foot onto the the onto the pitch I would like my ACL would tear just like oh shit it's gone I know I can't and I have no desire to I have no desire to go to go and play so it may not be the exact same thing that you did, but I think it's worthwhile to think about how you identified. Did you identify as an artist, a dancer? I kind of put those in the same category. But a writer, a painter, an athlete, what did you identify as? And then go and find something that that lends itself to that and see if you like it. Give it a chance and you're like, oh, no, this isn't great. Okay, cool. Let's do something else. You know, for me, CrossFit filled that void for a long time. And I've always said when I was at CrossFit that Part of the, the value of it was that you knew if someone did CrossFit, that they had at least one thing in their life that they chose to do that they enjoyed. Like as much as people may bitch about CrossFit, everyone loves it. Everyone that did it, they loved it. Everyone stuck with it, they loved it. And it's the camaraderie. It's pushing yourself. Yeah, maybe your fucking shoulder hurts or your knee hurts. Like that's fine. I'd rather that than like diabetes and metabolic syndrome and, and everything else. Like your shoulder will heal. It's okay. But I knew that if any, anywhere that I went or if that person had on a CrossFit shirt, I knew that they had at least one thing in their life that they enjoyed and that they chose to go and do that lit them up. And so, yeah, you always have something to talk about. If a person has a CrossFit shirt on, you always have something to talk about with them and it's you know that you can get along with that person you right off the bat. So I'm going to encourage you to find that thing if you don't know what it is that is okay number one i commend you for being so giving of yourself to others that's that's impressive that's a lot y'all are superheroes but now that you're like hey i'm gonna do something that that i enjoy amazing i would say think about how you identify and lean into that or you could just be like yo i've always wanted to do this thing I don't put that first as a suggestion because I never. I, that's not how I am. Like i have never like I don't have to say anything in my head. And I'm like oh, I wish I could do that thing. Like the only thing someone actually asked someone actually asked me that in the the AMA box I put up on my stories this weekend, and they're like, "What's one thing that you like an adventure or something you want to do?" And I was like, at first I was like, "Nothing," and then I was like, "Actually, I've always wanted to drive like a fast car, like go to one of the racetracks and and do that." So that's like the only thing and I can make that happen and uh my girl Alyssa sent me a link and I was like oh cool I could do that here so that'll that will happen soon enough but if you've ever had something on your list then yeah try that out but I don't typically just right off the bat recommend that just because I don't think to recommend it because it's not my experience my experience is very much like how do I identify oh as an athlete cool I'm going to lean into doing things that are around athletics and I've always been able to make friends and things like that especially as an adult by doing that so that's why I say that first but the whole thing, I'm going to wrap this episode up. right? I like That was like a fake-out wrap-up before. I like, talked for another nine minutes. Uh, I'm going to officially wrap this up. I just wanted to slide in again and remind all of you the importance of filling your cup. I truly believe burnout is a factor or a product of not doing enough of what you love and not just what you love in your business, but what you love in life, the things that light you up, the things that bring you joy, the things that bring you a sense of purpose, worth, value outside of work, the things that fill your cup. So I would love to hear from you. If you need an accountability, buddy, you're like, I'm gonna try this thing. I need accounta- accountability, buddy. Go ahead, message me. I love cheering people on. I love you know, celebrating your successes. Let me know. You can DM me, the Movement Maestro. You can shoot me a text, Three one zero seven three seven two. Three, four, five. I swear it is me. The texts are green because it's a sideline, but it is me. It's never anybody else. Maybe Rupert. That's about it. But it's I'm the only one that's going to see those messages. So let me know what it is that you are going to try. You're going to go back to. You're going to dabble in. You're going to make time for it. I would love to know. Go forth, my friends, and fill your cup. Until next time, friends. Maestro.